section three of san francisco before and after the earthquake by will irwin this librivox recording is in the public domain section three the city that is written for the call by will irwin will irwin a san franciscan in exile at the time of the nineteen o six disaster wrote and published in the new york sun under the title the city that was a magnificent tribute to the old town he sprinkled the ashes with his tears the article in book form became widely known in the literature of the catastrophe Today, his tears long since forgotten mr irwin pays a different sort of tribute to the city that he loves i first came into the new san francisco in august nineteen o seven during the era of rebuilding i returned i remember to weep i was in the condition that morning of a man preparing for a sentimental jag i parted at the oakland mole with my train friends of the overland journey i wanted to go to my sorrow alone as i sat by the front rail of the boat watching that indescribable swell of the bay surge down on us i was startled by a laugh beside me i turned with a feeling of indignation it was unseemly mirth at a funeral i had to shake myself to remember that these people had been dwelling in crushed san francisco for a year and that a year is a long time to pack around any grief there they were talking business reading their newspapers flirting with their girls i i alone was living through a new grief i looked at the bare hill below the fairmont at the bump where the hopkins institute used to crown the citadel of the town and got ready to shed not unmanly tears when i should stand in the midst of that ruin and wreckage at the station i waved aside the omnibus and prepared to walk up through the wreck of dear old scenes alone i might have wept there it was the only chance i had as it turned out but for a fellow i knew we fell into each other's arms before i had fairly wrenched away he had pulled the blueprint on me ten stories concrete he said see her up there that skeleton on battery street you remember the old three-story shack bill honest i'm glad she burned down ain't that the greatest sight that ever was and he pointed up market street there it was a city rising market street torn up to its very entrails a forest of steel skeletons as far as the eye carried the donahue fountain in appropriate setting for once fringed with bricks and mortar and girders a chorus of ratchets making music on steel as we stood there watching a newsboy shoved a paper in my face and made jesting remarks as san francisco newsboys will do on the shape of my hat a man in overalls rolled up and addressed me not with the professional whine of the eastern panhandler but with the democracy of the unrivalled pacific coast product you look like a nice young fellow if you do have a funny face he said in effect say i'm just in from bellingham beat out of my pay and want two bits for a drink as i came across a sound of music pierced the noise of the ratchets beside the ferry entrance a schützenfest park picnic had stacked up waiting for transportation 
girls in white dresses and white caps men in white trousers and sashes details of ribboned canes and official badges and baskets and plump mothers and noisy babies there it was just as though the town had not burned down that touch finished me i turned to the fellow i knew he recalled to me yesterday what i said hell oh, i doubt that introductory word but he says i slipped it in my excitement this would be the same old town if they moved it to the top of mount hamilton and my not unmanly tears are unshed to this day never did i notice any difference in the people either then or now they remain the same easy lovable open-minded sulphites that they were when the line ran from the baldwin to bush that they were when dennis kearney ran the sand lots that they were doubtless when the two original inhabitants sat on the bay shore at montgomery street and alternately divided their food supply and worked politics on each other over the division of town lots they change their roofs above them but not their hearts but the new city on its physical aspect has been a matter of deep and personal concern to exiled californians we have debated upon it with a horror lest our builders would remake san francisco on the pattern of one of those middle western cities which seem to have been ordered by the size from grand rapids ugly as were the old buildings of the downtown district in detail their massing and their colouring of greenish-grey from accumulated sea-moss made them curiously attractive in mass the artist appreciated this consciously and i suppose that the passionate devotion to san francisco in the mass of northern californians was due in part to an unconscious appreciation of this hidden beauty new buildings and porcelain bathtubs and twentieth-century plumbing were all very well we told each other but would the new city run also to castile soap pillars and gilded plaster and pressed glass mirrors it was a great thing to have a fine new business equipment and to be mistress of the pacific but could there be anything of the old physical charm about the modern san francisco the miracle has happened modern architects have built the new city out of modern materials on modern plans and the external charm of the place remains it is just as hard to say why as it ever was to explain the allurement of san francisco for the eye much of the new architecture is good most of it is passable a very little is as bad as that old fancy-work architecture of san francisco which gillette burgess used to satirize as chaos avenue on the whole it is certainly better work than any eastern city would erect were it called upon to rebuild that is a tribute not so much to our architects as to their clients nowhere in the united states is the art sense so general among people of means as in san francisco if our builders here have nearly worked out a new american school in the adaptation of the redwood bungalow style to city uses the people in general deserve half the thanks it is a wonderful new city with all its old distinctions saved 
it becomes now my mission to dry the tears of exiled californians there are only five american cities which stand apart from the rest for appearance boston new york charleston new orleans and san francisco we are preserved forever in that column now for example i had done a lot of worrying about the crest of russian hill as seen from the southeast i heard that buildings were going up fast in that district they'll ruin it i said i came up taylor street last monday in the twilight and found that they had not ruined russian hill they had made it nowhere in the united states is there a vista so satisfying to the eye so suggestive of romance as that summit as seen from taylor and broadway i remembered then the old picture of gray rooftops and lanes of yellow light which we used to admire from our windows on russian hill i looked down there was only one change in the picture what had been gray was now white and beyond that eternal among these changes of man was that golden bay with its surge as of a river and its distant lights that and the hills and the mists would make us distinctive i suppose were we to replace our buildings by patterson new jersey or chelsea massachusetts it is a larger city a more convenient city and since it is also a more beautiful and more distinctive city i announce myself a complete convert this uh, city that was business is the old stuff end of section three the city that is end of san francisco before and after the earthquake by will irwin